So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What's up, doctor? What is going on, doctor, doctor? Man, listen, it's another day in the office, man. It's a uh, another day to have fun, uh, another day to see. Here's the thing, Vince. Every uh, every week, I have now made it a mission to uh, uh, to give the SK Nation a much better experience on this show than watching Raw. Yes, same thing. I do the same thing with my watch along, bro. They have so much fun with me on Twitch with my watch along. We could give two two craps about the show. Yeah, yeah. Let's do something different this week to really give SK Nation something. Let's do it. Because the worst thing was at the very end of the show, and I'll explain it to everybody. There was a movie called Memento. Okay. And it was it started at the end and then progressed. To the beginning. They also did a Seinfeld episode like that. Nice. So let's start at the end of Raw and work forward tonight. All right. But before we do that, what were you going to talk about? What you you were going to do special for uh, SK Nation? Uh, Just have fun and clown as we do every week. Don't you usually ask them a question or something? I have a question. I have a question. So the question of the week this week is, what is your best pro wrestling show theme song your best pro wrestling show theme song pro wrestling show yeah i was just listening to uh class of the champions doing raw wow i i wouldn't even know them bro i swear to god i wouldn't even know them i i would have no idea man do you remember world class's theme song mm-hmm it was just like i felt like i was listening to some big drum major it was just really? like someone just beating the snot out of a did you a like it drum. i loved it i, oh, I was awesome. a huge nice. fan of world class uh world class's theme is one of my favorites actually yep it was just like some big old it just felt like someone just had a like drumsticks big old drumsticks Boom, boom, boom. I feel like I was at some type of I can remember show. the uh the attitude era raw. That was pretty good. Do you know what they were saying? Too much and not enough. Well, you, know, you know what? I'm about to look at the lyrics. It sounded it sounds like you're saying too much raw and not enough raw. That's what it sounds like they're saying, but obviously they're not saying that, bro. What year was that again? Oh my God! Had it be ninety seven ish? Okay, let's look at the lyrics. Um, Too mm, much war and not enough gore, maybe. Uh, so raw is war. Let me see. 
I gotta I gotta look at these I gotta look at these uh these these lyrics now, man. This is fun. <clears throat> Too much, uh, more, but not enough, boy. Uh, <laughs> this is fun. It's my life in the box and charred to be. Take a chalk in my arms, it's a soul in me. You won't find ashes in me, lay face down. What has caused the thorn in your eye? There you go. It's four lines. So what is it? What, what is it? Uh, it's my life in the box and charred to beat. Taking chalk in my arms, it's the soul of me. You want you want fire? Ashes see me lying face down. What has what caused to, what, the thorn in you? I. What happened to too much raw and not enough raw? What happened to that? That's not in there anywhere. <laughs> uh, it's my life, and uh, let me see. Uh, it would be the very last line, probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. <laughs> Um, no, it was God. I would have never you won fire. Let me see. Yeah, it was. It was your ashes see me laying face down. I would have never known that in a a million years. Yeah, yep. Wow, interesting. Yep, yeah, that was that was it. Just four lines. Interesting. What has caused a thorn in your eye? (laughs) <laughs> I never, I never knew that. Twenty five years later, I never, yeah. <laughs> I never knew wow. that. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I never, never knew that. Uh, I, yeah, but I, I remember that part. Too much something, and not enough something. Yeah. SK Nation. Do y'all remember that? Yeah, because I, I, I watch it every two weeks. I watch an hour of uh, Attitude Era, and I hear it every week. Um. Um, the one in your eye? No, that was Slam Jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Slam Jam, throw in your eye. Behind my eyes, arrogant and strength. I see my courage. Uh, too much dark and not enough sky. That's it. That's it right there. Too Why much dark thorn? and not enough sky. Why am I the thorn in your eye? Too much that's dark, it, yeah. not enough sky. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it, bro. I've lost again, but I got to maintain too much dark and not enough sky. Why am I the thorn in your eye? Do it in the voice, bro, bro. Do it in the voice. <clears throat> yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> Wait, bro. It's, it's not talk. No, the other voice. The, 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 judgment, the judgment day voice, bro. Come on. I got you. I got you. I got Go ahead, you. Go ahead, Scor- Go ahead, Black Scorpion. Too much dark and not enough sky. Why am I the thorn in your eye? Oh, that's awesome, man. Very Thank you. Good. Bro, Thank aren't you we supposed much. to be reviewing Raw? What are we doing yeah. here, bro? <laughs> Well, here am I the door hit your eye. That's much. That's much, bro. Let's let's start with momento. Let's start at the end because I got one very simple question. Mm-hmm. Think think about this, bro. Why is the baby face crying yeah. after she lost the match to the heel? Yeah. I have never seen that in my life. The returning the baby, baby face. The baby face Asuka crying after the heel beat her. That's yep. a baby face? No, that's a cry baby. Cry right. babies are not baby faces. What do we do? Why is she crying after a loss, bro? Why? I'm like, um, what exactly are we doing? Like, nine-month return. And after two weeks, they got her crying. Like, how are they? I was looking at a. It's funny that you say that, Vince, because I was looking at all the heels that they have for at on Raw right now, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna name all the big heels that they have on Raw: Edge, Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, um, Veer Mahan. Uh, 
um, Seth Rollins. Um, I mean, there's uh, in uh, uh, in Omos. Miz, I, mean, there's I guess. Cable Miz, and, and, Miz. Yeah. yeah, there's Miz, but I'm talking about like massive no. baby face. Well, uh, well none, none of the ones you just named were massive. So they're trying to book him as massive. Yeah. Well, so you have Edge, Damian Priest, Omos, and Veer Mahan. All right. <clears throat> so those are the four like massive, uh, and Seth Rollins. Those are like the five, you know, heels that they're like building, you know. And the baby faces that they're that they have on Raw is being booked substantially worse than the heels are. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, man, WWE does such a poor, poor job of really building baby faces, man. It seems like that's really what Well, bro, there, there there's another thing at the end that that I'm I'm scratching my head. Why is Bianca Belair sitting ringside and not on headsets? Yeah, not on headsets. What what like she's the champion. That's her moment and you know, that's her moment too, bro, to put both of those competitors over. Yep. If it's a, if it's going to be a three way, it's going to be a heck of a match. Why is she not even on headsets? Yeah. What? She's just there. <laughs> She's just there. Ringside I seat. I, I don't get it, bro. I don't. I don't understand, bro. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, very, very. Now Lashley beats MVP, and you thought this was going to be like a big, big pay per view match or something, didn't you? Didn't we talk a little bit about this last week? Yeah, I mean, well, I thought that the I thought that the build I've I've been saying this for a few weeks. I thought that the the build at the end of all this was going to be Lashley versus MVP as the payoff, but it just seems like another gimmick match, another match for uh, Lashley and Omos. Why are we doing like all of these repeat matches from? Uh, Raw, I mean, you have WrestleMania, Backlash, WrestleMania, Backlash, and Hell in a Cell, three pay-per-views, and you're just seeing regurgitated matches over and over. And it's not only that, Chris, but if we go back last week, the baby face technically won. Mm. So why are we coming back? The the, the comeback is usually to give the baby face the win. He He won that steel cage match, bro. Yeah, and he won at WrestleMania. So, so now we're bringing it back, and and we're we're bringing it back now with another stipulation. What what's that going to be now? Yeah, yeah. same thing with Seth and Cody. Same thing with Seth and Cody. Uh, we start off with a riddle, uh, cutting a promo in the ring about Randy, and then this leads to a six man match with uh, the baby faces winning Riddle and Street Profits, defeating Sami Zayn the Usos. Now, man, I um, Sami Zayn is just hilarious to me. To me, when I think of Sami Zayn, I think of someone who just like loves his spot and just <clears throat> he. To me, Sami Zayn plays a heel very well. He's just he's just obnoxious. He's like an Andy Kaufman style heel to me. Just just really obnoxious, and fans love to hate him. And people just don't like Sami Zayn. To me, that's the reason. That's what I love about heels. Like to, to me, it's true heels. If someone just don't like you, that's what really, that's what I but, appreciate. But he, he, here's the problem I have with it, Chris. And Chris, let me tell you flat out uh, up front. I don't watch SmackDown at all. Until right. somebody wants to pay me to watch SmackDown, I'm not watching. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. You know, you just pointed out uh, Andy Kaufman. Okay, but bro, Andy Kaufman wasn't a wrestler that you would believe could beat other wrestlers. Yeah, and and that's how I see Sami Zayn. He may be funny, he may be a hysterical heel and all that, but who is he a threat to? He doesn't look like a threat. Kind of the gimmick, huh? (laughs) He's just. I think that's kind of the gimmick. Like he doesn't win many matches nowadays. He just, he just, he lost a Drew, but like he kept running out. Like it was funny, man. Like uh, catch SmackDown at least on Twitter or something, or watch like a five minute highlight or something like that. Just to, just to be, a, uh, just to be abreast of, uh, of what I'm about to say. Like 
Sami Zayn, he was feuding with Drew for a few weeks, and he kept like um, during their matches, he kept leaving the ring and walking up to like like the the fifth row. Like it, it like it was hilarious, man. It, like he just was playing. He was just he, he's playing like an Andy Kaufman style heel. He but doesn't win. Still, but don't you still have to believe that he can beat somebody? But the way that he cuts his promos, like he doesn't sound believable. Like he doesn't really. He lost to uh, uh, what the Johnny Knoxville right in the gimmick match. He tried to uh, kind of prove his point again, like kind of kind of prove his status again by going against the big person, you know, on the in the in the locker room, which is Drew. And then he went against Drew. That ends up to a, in a cage match because he kept leaving the match every week. So it was funny to see that. And then now he's like, he called himself the locker room leader. So that's the point of behind the blood. Like the, that's the point behind him being like a bloodline affiliate because he called himself a locker room leader. I, I think, I think this whole Sami Zayn thing to me, is like, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna maximize your minutes and you're gonna milk it, at least do some type of comic relief. And to me, Sami Zayn doesn't seem believable as a as a champion, as a world champion. So right now he's playing like an R Truth style, Andy Kaufman style gimmick that he's like, but but losing see, bro, to that- me doesn't really matter. I'm getting a big paycheck. See, that's the difference. I, I believe all truth can beat people because he looks like he can beat people. Sami Zayn doesn't look like he can beat anybody. And and I see, bro, I guess the issue I'm having is lack of story. Because yeah. if he's supposed to be a professional wrestler and he can't beat anybody, then why does he have a contract and why is he there? Now, it, now if that was if that was discussed. And if that was part of the storyline, if this guy's losing every, why, why does he have a spot on the roster? If that were part of the storyline and he, you know, had a, you know, was fighting for his life every week and had to be creative, whatever he had to do. But the fact that like, I look at this guy and I'm like, why is he a professional wrestler? If he doesn't look like he can beat anybody. (laughs) Yeah. I I think he, Sami Zayn to me is someone who at least is maximizing his 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 moments. He, he people don't like Sami Zayn. And I I love true heels. I, I just I think we're missing way too much of that in the business where people just don't like you. And I can't stand the split chance. I can't stand like if I was a heel in WWE, I would hate to be cheered because to me I would want at the end of the day, I would want to get as much heat as I possibly can. And then I would pay it forward as a competitor. That's my goal. If I'm a heel, my goal is to pay it forward and get as much heat as I can to pass it on to the baby. But also part of heel heat, Chris, is beating people. That mm-hmm. that is yeah, part true. of the heat. So yeah. like I'm 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 seeing and I'm hearing this this comedy routine, but the guy can't beat anybody. So where wh- where's the heat? Yeah, I think he's 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 got like chicken crap heat. You know he he has the, you know he he has, he he plays like the chicken crap heel. Like to me, like MJF is like the obnoxious you know, cheap heat heel that actually the cheap heat works because, you know, he, I mean, he has a heck of a promo, but for Zane, to me, he's just like the chicken crap heel that people just love to hate. And, and, and I, I agree with the fact that you, that there's no really payoff for someone like a Sami Zayn, you know, in the WWE. As yeah, I mean, far you, as you're not going to get that big pop when somebody beats him. I mean, the a person here's a yeah. perfect example of what you're talking. Jeff Jarrett was that guy, but mm-hmm. you you also knew Jarrett could legitimately beat people, and and when he did, that's how he would get more heat. Somehow, some way, he would come out with the victory and he would get more heat. If you look like a guy that literally can't fight your way out of a wet paper bag, I don't know where the heat comes. 
Yeah, I think that. Uh, I mean, for, for, e- 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 even Kaufman, you know, you talk about, bro, he was well, beating women. That was he the was. heat. That was the heat. He was beating women. <laughs> so you wanted Lola to kill him. I think you should do that with Zaid. Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. something, you know what I mean? <laughs> do it with Zaid. Like, have him be like, because they're, you know, the, the women's championship, the women's tag team championship uh, uh, scene is so deplete right now. There's only like two legit teams right now Naomi and uh, Shayna Baszler. And then uh, Nikki, A.S.H., and Dewdrop. They, they're trying to make a tournament out of two teams, two remaining teams, by the way. And I think Sami Zayn should be a part of that somehow. Like, he should, like, he should just, like, start attacking people to, like, he's on a he's on a mission to, like, not even allow the women's tag team tournament to exist. And, like, he's confiscated the women's tag team champions. And th- Bro, champions and think, think about that, though. And think about the um, – you, you've got so much um, controversy now uh, with transgender, you know, men trans transgending into women and then competing against women. Bro, he could say that. He, he decided – He's going to become a woman, but he's saving up his money for the transformation. But in the meantime, I'm, you know, listen, I'm already a woman at heart. I mean, bro, you could have seen now, now that I get, but I don't get the, why are you on the professional wrestling roster? If you can't beat anybody, like, why are you there? So, I mean, something like that would be great, man. They could have a lot of fun with that and be very creative. You know, that would be funny. But you know we live in a society where you know you might get heat for that. So, oh, of course, uh, bro. Of course, of course. God forbid. God yes, forbid. Rollin with the four nine nine super chat, bro. Yeah. After Ultimate Warrior beat Hulk Hogan, the Saturday Superstar Show used the Warriors music for the intro. ECW Weekly Hardcore Revolution intro. So nice. Thank you, Rollin, for your favorite. Uh, pro wrestling theme songs, very very nice. Um, what was the what was the line to, uh, throwing in your eye again? What was it again? I don't remember. <laughs> I already forgot. Why am I the thorn in your eye? I never do that. Twenty five yeah. years later, man, I never I never do that. That was it's interesting that we came up that we started talking about that. That's super cool. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, so the Usos walk out of the match toward the end. I think Vince, this is leading to. Uh, there's a rumor of Riddle going against. I think this mo- this moment of like Riddle, like kind of separating from Randy Orton and cutting a promo. Randy's home, and then Riddle getting the win. So it's rumored that uh, Riddle is going to go against Roman Reigns to main event a stadium show. And money in the bank in Vegas. What, what's just, the deal with? Doesn't, uh, to me, what, what's doesn't the deal mean. with? What, what's the deal with Randy Orton? Uh not much. I mean, there's he's supposed to. He's rumored to go against. Uh, no, Rangers. no. I mean, why is he? Why is he not on? I mean, is it? Is nothing. The, no, nothing. They just. They just kind of sold the fact that they lost. He lost on Friday. They lost on Friday. I haven't heard anything. Because that's what he was saying that he had a hurt back or something like that. So I, yeah, I don't know yeah. what's going on. But um. Know. Yeah, you know, bro, listen, if we told the story properly with Riddle as a UFC fighter, I mean, if we yeah. if we, if we told that story out the gate, then you could make something of this. But without yeah. that story, I don't know what you have, man. Yeah, I, I'm just not sold in Riddle being – I like Riddle, but I'm just not sold on him being a guy who can main event a stadium show against Roman Reigns. I just don't see it. I just, yeah. I just don't see it, man. It, yeah. To me, he just reeks of – you know, niche, um, upper mid card level, not a main, they haven't really made him, um, a, a main event star to me. Yeah. Bro, this was 37 minutes. This whole thing was 37 minutes, 37 minutes. Wow. Uh, we have the almighty challenge segment and, um, man, as much as I like, um, Bobby Lashley, Man, his promos are just cringe, man. I yeah, just, this was the old. You scared, bro? If you're scared, just say you're scared, bro. Yeah, man. I just can't oh, do it, God. man. I just, it, it just, uh, I, 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 man, I really, really like Bobby Lashley, 
and the fans are behind him as far as his interest is concerned. But I've noticed a pattern as soon as he grabs that mic, and he lastly has never been a good promo guy. Uh, I've noticed in WWE and in TNA that he was a much better, he felt a lot more comfortable cutting promos as a heel. I've noticed that in both WWE and TNA. As a babyface, it just seems like he is petrified of cutting promos. Well, I could also tell you at TNA, he wasn't given promos that he had to get out word for word. Yeah, that's true. So he had a lot more, uh, he had a lot more freedom and was probably a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely tell he's more relaxed uh, in TNA. Uh, Dana Brooke and Becky Lynch uh, has a have a backstage segment with Adam Pierce, and uh, they've been kind of teasing this Brooke and Lynch thing. Do you think that there's anything to this? I think she's going to wrestle Jerry Seinfeld and see who gets the right to wear the puffy shirt. There you go. There you go. That's what there I go. think. Uh, that, that's that's where I think they're going with that. I think that'll, that'll be a good combination to this shoot. I, you know, I agree. I think Seinfeld's going to win the 24-7 championship. Uh, <laughs> what's with the what what, what 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 she so she's a pirate this week what what are we doing yeah, here? What, what 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 are we doing i don't know that's yeah her, her choice of uh of uh attire is is always uh head scratching to say the least but uh, we get a judgment day. <laughs> in ring promo from judgment. Well, day. bro, how long though? They were standing in that ring forever between the commercials and the backstage stuff. Like, th- does anybody know how to format this show, bro? Those guys and uh, Rhea Ripley were standing in the ring forever. That's the worst feeling in the world, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, being there live, they usually. So let me ask you this, like back in, you know, 25 years ago in WWE, how would they fill in the time live when someone's going from segment to segment? How would they fill in that time? Bro, there was never, there was never that length of time, bro. Never. Because what we would call it, Chris, I know we can't say certain things on this show, but you would never leave a talent with their hand on their, you know, what? And what that means is they're standing out there forever waiting for all the other business because, bro, they they did not like that. And they would point that out. Like, they would point their out. There was an entrance and then they were doing something. They would literally say, oh, so you're going to leave me out there with my hand on my you-know-what. You you just didn't do stuff like that, bro, because what happens now is they came out – um, you know, on their entrance, the crowd responded. Now the crowd is going to be totally down three to five minutes. And now when they start talking, they got to get them up all over again, bro. That that That's horrible to put talent in a position like that, bro. Anybody yeah. would tell you that, man. I noticed that a few times when um, Bianca Belair would come out. They, they do, the do it thing. a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. A lot. They do yeah, it, man. They do. Yes. And when I've been there a lot live, and typically a lot of times when that happens, they they dim the lights. The talent's just there. They dim the lights and they'll show something on the Titan Tron, like a you know, something charity related or something like it's that. It's still the same thing, bro. Think about this. Think about th- think about an artist or a musician in concert. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Titan Tron and all that stuff, they will show that stuff before the talent mm-hmm. comes out. So yeah. they'll do all that. Uh, then the talent would, will come out. Paul McCartney will come out. Bro, imagine him standing there five minutes before he sings his first song. <laughs> yeah. No, bro. They, he comes out. They go crazy. He goes right into the song. Yeah. You're killing them here doing this to them this way. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So we get a promo from Judgment Day, and man, it's just again, it's it's just the the heat seeking, cheap heat seeking promos again. It's man. weird. It's really yeah. weird, bro. Doesn't seem it original so, at all. Vince. Oh my god, it is so weird. It is so weird, man. Yeah, and it just seems I mean, Priest and Rhea Ripley like they were seeking the cheap heat, like they just the I'm better than you. I wonder if like any of them has bro like listen to like M- mjf promos or something bro i'll go you one better 
this is a fact. Bro, people would tell me when they would drive with Brian Pillman, okay? Pillman would be the passenger. Bro, all he would do is was read books about serial killers. Yeah, I've heard of that. To yeah. get in that. Bro, that's what they need to do. Look at every movie. Watch Silence of the Land. Where, wherever there is a, a Ted Bar- like wherever there are those deep, a yeah. David Koresh, yeah. that's who you've got it. to be Perfect. studying. Listen to what they're saying. Take their promos. Get in their mindset. That's what you need to be doing, yeah. not crapping on the hometown crowd that's horrible bro i mean you you you've got all week to get material i mean my Mm -hmm. god bro that's why rock was great every time rock showed up for tv he had 10 new catchphrases bro Mm -hmm. like literally every time he showed up it was something new every time what are you doing all week long that you you can't do your research and you know watch some stuff and read some books and get some ideas rather than this cheap heat which is horrible bro yeah yeah good point i agree i think that there's a lot of embodying you know and even method acting you know to to an extent you know what i mean just just really um getting in and just really uh, zoning in and honing into a particular character. If you want to be some dark, evil, villainous character, cheap heat isn't the way to really no, polish no, the a, a no, villainous, no. dark, purple character. You know what I mean? No, no. I just I don't I don't get it. Uh, uh, good point. I think I think all of them should watch like Pillman promos. You know, especially what? like the ECW ones. It was. Yeah. Bro, what Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt never got cheap heat with the audience ever, bro. It was always original material, always, bro. Yeah, Alistair Black was good too. He was good. He He was was good. good. Yes, he was. Yep, yep, yep. So we, so Alistair Black, Bray Wyatt, Brian Pillman. You know, you you had maniacal characters. You know before you that you can watch tape of watch tape i mean right vince, vince like how, how much would, i know triple h would always talk about how much he would watch you know ray stevens nick bockwinkle you know what i mean like he would just watch a bunch of tape and how important it is from what you know you know based on knowing people in the business is that even a thing anymore when it comes no, to really studying a character? Not, not at bro. I would study people's writing. Hmm. Yeah, you know, no, bro, not not at all. Not a, there, there's <sighs> no art to that anymore, bro. That art form is gone. It is yeah. gone, bro. Yeah, it's horrible, man. Absolutely horrible. Uh, we get um Judgment Day beating uh so Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest defeating Morgan and Styles. Like, are they like really trying to? Uh, are are they like over trying to baby like AJ and Liv Morgan because they they're like getting like the disadvantage every single week? So, are they really trying to work this chase for them, or is it? Well, just see, bro, work? that that that's so funny because we've been talking about this every week. We've been talking about this three of them now and they're staying ringside, and they're getting involved in the match. And how bad is it, bro, when later on in the show, you're going to have a referee throw Otis and right. and uh, uh, what's his face and, out? Uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Like, does that make any Good sense point. to anybody? So those guys get thrown out, but Edge and Rhea Ripley get to stay. That, that's what I'm talking about, bro. There's no rhyme or reason or none of this stuff is thought out, bro. And Finn Balor saved AJ this last week and all the other weeks, but he just changed his mind this week. That's what I said. I'm like, where's, where's Balor? Where's yeah. no Finn. I'm saying, man, I think, I think they keep downplaying Finn Balor being a member of judgment day. And I think he's going to be a member. I keep saying, and, I don't, and you know what? Whoopee. Yeah, nobody, nobody will care, bro. Nobody, and that's care. the thing. And that's the thing, Vince. Like, I think that the Judgment Day should spend so much time being really maniacal characters and really building up the, the mystery of who's going to be the next person. 
Yeah. That is buzzworthy. That's that's you know who's going to be that's that's the headlines, that's the talk of many shows like who's going to be the next one. They're they're sowing seeds, they're kind of doing some, you know, some 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 uh, uh rabbit trails and some easter eggs so to speak. And so that should be really the the angle behind Judgment Day. Not just cutting cheap heat every week and, and feuding with having, variations just, of yeah, styles and, and, having, and valor. And not just having matches. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> There's got to be <laughs> more to it than that, bro. There's yeah, got to be more levels than that, bro. 100%, man, 100%. It just, it's variations of AJ, Liv, and Finn and cutting cheap heat promos. Like, that's yeah. Judgment Day in a nutshell. Yep. And, and how is that going to cause us to be intrigued of what's next for Judgment Day? I just I just don't get it, man. And and for someone as, as good of a mind as Edge is and so such a legend like Edge is, I would it's kind of surprising that he doesn't have enough pull or or doesn't it doesn't seem like he ha- is he's showing enough feedback or giving his his opinion on it is he just kind of taking what the wwe is giving him or do you think some of some of this is original from him i i i can't imagine it's original because there's nothing original Hmm. there's nothing it's it's not not like we're saying the material is bad bro it's cheap heat i mean that that that's what it is there's no substance here whatsoever bro yep yep indeed vince um king's court vera mahan Veer talks for the first time, man. There you go. What do you hey, think, what, 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 What's the twitch? He got a little. He had a little twitch going on. What do you think? He's nervous. He's got Tourette's. Yes. What's going on with this guy, yes. bro? With the he's, twitching. He was nervous, man. This is his first time, man. He was. Uh, he was nervous to talk in public. For, that was his kryptonite. You know how? You know how Zeus back in the day, a no holds barred. Like yeah. he was. He was huge, man. He was. He was going around. Oh, oh. Oh, right. Everybody was scared of Zeus, right? He was just Zeus. I remember doing that when I was a kid. And so he was he he was in bars beating up people. And his kryptonite was getting hit between the eyes. And finally, Rip whew, finally Rip realized the kryptonite and he fell like a tree, man. And I think the kryptonite for Veer is public speaking. Yeah. Well, Bro, very weird choice to do a King's Court, which a lot of people there have no idea what this is because we're going back 25, 30 years. That's number one. Number two, very strange to do a King's Court and not get heat on Lawler. And I don't expect Mm -hmm. you to get heat on Lawler, you know, having a heart attack and, you know, all that stuff. But what's the point of a King's Court if the heel isn't going to get heat by getting to Lawler. Yeah. He could have done something. I mean, Lawler competed several dozens of matches after his heart attack. So, um, so he's, when's the last time though? Like when's the last time he did something physical? um, He's, he, he's wrestled in Memphis. I mean, he's, uh, he's wrestled up to probably a couple of years ago. Uh, I know the him and uh, why you wouldn't get heat on Lawler. Yeah, I mean he he, I think he, I know Dundee still wrestles. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, Lawler still wrestles. Like as of probably a year ago. So maybe I don't understand, understand that. What what there. what's the point of the King's Court? I don't understand that for for yeah. here to say I don't think your jokes are funny. Yeah, exactly. That, that his first public speaking was a flop. Uh, March the twenty fifth was uh lawler's last match wow. so three months wrestled ago. march 19th like two months ago well, two march months 19th ago. Wow. january wow. 22nd december 18th so, yeah he wrestles like one once to twice a month yeah bro what about uh what about uh beer tried to throw mysterio over the top rope and almost killed him <laughs> <laughs> that, was like, that was like, come on, bro. You gotta he just, you know. just kind of slid down like a waterboard. Man. Oh just, my gosh. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was horrible, man. Um, next we have uh Alexa Bliss cutting a backstage promo saying it's good to be back and then defeating Nikki ASH. Um just a flash to me. I didn't 
I didn't get anything from this, Vince. Did it mean anything? Did, 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 didn't, did it mean anything for either one of these two? Uh, literally, this was to fill 10 minutes on the show. And they used to be, you know, the gimmick was, the angle was they used to be best friends. And that was it. Like, no bill to, to that at all. Just a regular match that ASH, Nikki ASH lost. And I thought the dude job was supposed to be changing her gimmick like weeks ago. When she came back, she was like, are you serious now? Are you done playing? Yeah, she, yeah and we've done it for three weeks in a row. It's she's the same, the same thing. Yes, yeah, she's, she's the same exact character. So, very mm. interesting. <clears throat> Seth Rollins cuts a backstage promo, uh, and Asuka cuts one, too. I just, like, people were people were hearing, like, I heard boos from the crowd when Asuka's cutting promos now. It just, how is this helping her? As a character, I just don't understand how WWE had just money on the table with her character being undefeated from NXT, and then they bring her in, and then she just feels like everybody else. Well, why do they have such a problem having like a Killer Cross, for instance? Yeah, NXT was the man comes in, just kind of blends in with everybody else. What is their deal with that? Bro, they're not they're not putting the time and the proper attention into every talent. That's yep. what it is yep. in a nutshell. Yep. I yep. mean, bro, when we were doing those shows, and I hate to keep going back to that, but you know, D'Lo Brown was doing something on the show to help him get over. Every, every single character was doing something on the show. They're putting zero time. Yep. Bro, and you know, you got NXT and they're just going to keep shuffling the next person in and the next person and the next person. And they're, they're not spending any time developing anybody, bro. No, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. And then she's talking about Becky Lynch crying, but just that terrible green goo coming terrible, down every week. I, I don't get it. looks like she's crying every week. Terrible, man. Terrible. Yeah. Cody Rhodes, uh, Defeats the Vince by DQ because of an interference from Seth Rollins. Another countdown to Cody, Vince. When and is they this? Did the, yeah, and they did the same exact thing last week. Yeah, yeah. When is this? Like, how how much time is it going to take for the fans to to to, to start turning on Cody? Not long, bro. Not long at yeah. all. Yeah, I, I agree. It just, I I don't see the purpose of this. It, do, do they think? Does WWE think that Cody is such a hot sell? that the countdown is going to keep people either watching or at least coming back at 10 o'clock. I, I, I was actually reading an article the other day where somebody was trying to say that the countdown worked because the second hour was higher than the first hour and this and that and the other thing, bro. The bottom line is even if it works for a week or two weeks, okay, you're shoving the guy down everybody's throat yeah. and and people don't like that and when you start doing that they start turning on you everybody knows that mm -hmm. it's almost like bro he's the shiny new toy and they don't have any other toys i i mean that's that's pretty much what it seems like he's the new guy he's the shiny new toy and mm -hmm. there's there's nobody else seriously compared yeah. to Compared to AEW, where it's somebody new every week, it's it's overkill. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, absolutely, it's, it's, it's man. Not absolutely. enough, you know, in WWE, and too much in in AEW. Yeah, absolutely. There's no, there's no balance. Yeah. Um, one of the good thing I did like, I did like Cody's gear. Cody's gear looked really, really nice today. So uh, that was that was pretty cool. So got to got to put something over here, and I, I thought his gear was pretty nice. So. Um, MVP defeating uh Bobby Lashley by countouts, and I guess uh, this leads to MVP and Omos uh creating a stipulation for Lashley for their match. So, this is this is it, yeah. And what, they don't even try to build up, they don't even try to build up or tease what that stipulation is, it should have been a big deal. And now, yeah. now they want it, and okay, well, so what is it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Indeed, yeah, it makes sense. Makes no sense to me, Vince. But uh, uh, clearly, 
they think that this is going to be exciting enough and intriguing enough to bring people in to see Maybe what the situation is. Bro, t- tell me it's not going to be a handicap match. Uh, that actually would not surprise me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, I think we're going to have a Chamber of Horrors match. <laughs> Yes, coal mine, coal miner's glove, bro. Coal miner's glove, baby. Yes, yes. yes. Robertson Sting, baby. Coal miner's yes. glove. In the deal, spin the wheel, make the deal, bro. Spin yes. the wheel, make the deal. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah, yes. wasn't that a Bischoff creation? No, that was way before his time. That was Bill Watts. Was that Watts? Oh yeah. Real? Are you sure? I'm positive. I was. I was at that, that was show. Halloween Havoc. I was at that show. Bill Watts was running the company then. Halloween Havoc was the, the spinning wheel making deal was what 93? Mm, it might have been before that. Might have been 91. Might have been 91. Because Roberts was gone for a hiccup. Yeah. I think it was 93 because 92, he was still feuding with uh, The Undertaker. He left for a little bit after that. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. But yeah. Might have been it was definitely on Watts' dime. Yeah. Uh, Bischoff was what a commentator at that time when he had probably was he still with with AWA? I'm not sure, I I can't remember that far back. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Yeah, Um, yeah, that uh was 92 Halloween. There you go. Yeah, Watts was around, Watts was uh in charge or or her? No, bro, I know without a shadow of that. I was at the show and I remember Watts walking past me. Like oh, okay. it, without nice. a shadow of a doubt, I know that was Watts's baby. When did her take over? Don't know. Don't know. Okay, wait a minute. Now I'm trying to figure out the timelines for all this. Okay, hers was before hers was around 91 because Flair left because of the herd stuff. So, so yeah, Watts probably followed. Yeah, yeah. So because he wanted Flair to be Spartacus or something like that and cut his hair. And so Flair came in 91. The real world champion came in 91, late 91, and then he won the Royal Rumble of uh, 92. Right. And right. yeah. So, and then he won the title and then um, lost to uh, Brett, I believe, in Saskatchewan or something like that at a house yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, Heard 89 and 91. Jake went to WCW right after Mania versus Taker, though. Uh, so 92. Yeah, I thought it was 92. Uh, right after that Mania. Cool. Um, Becky Lynch defeating Asuka. Um, I think that this was pretty, to me, it was pretty evident that they're going to do this. Just a bunch of weird spots during the match. I don't know if you noticed. Um, that, uh, I don't know if you noticed this Vince, but Oscar, when she rode in for the count out, like she just laid there, she just, she just sat there for probably about a, a good full second. And then like, after she kicked Bianca Belair and then she was coming back in, she rode in and just laid there for about a, a good second because Becky wasn't at her queue yet, so she just laid there. It just it yeah. was so super weird to me. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, what you that's, about this that, that's what you do too. Like, just so much of the psychology is lost, bro. If if you barely make the ten count and you're hurt, you know, you 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 barely make it. The whole idea is to roll in so the referee stops the count and roll out again. To, yeah. to, to get your breath and to get your win back. That's the whole idea. Roll yeah. in, break the count. As soon as he has to start over, roll back out. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't, you don't roll in if you're dead and you could be pinned. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. It's stuff like that, bro, that like they're so beyond stuff not making sense. If this were real. If yep. this were real, if this were real, you'd break the count and you'd roll out again, and then the baby face would go out and get you. I don't know, bro. But yep. I, I just I, I don't understand a baby face crying because they lost the match. I've yep. never I don't know if I've ever seen that before. 
Agree. You know what? You know what else is real, Vince? What's real? What is that? Oh, oh my God! Sting. <laughs> yes. Oh my disdain of Sting is real. Oh you want to talk about crying, Oscar? <laughs> I'm coming for you next week. I'm really <laughs> going to make you cry next week, Oscar. Oh my when you God. get old and when you see the Black Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's scary, bro. Very nice. Thank Very you. nice. My favorite part of the show. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, yeah, the Black Scorpion uh, was. I was petrified of Black Scorpion. I loved the. I loved. It was a bit of. It was a big flop to a lot of people, and I agree because I love whodunit angles. I love whodunit angles. To me, a whodunit angle is like, is like textbook episodic television or building up a story. I love whodunit angles, and. The Black Scorpion was a whodunit angle that I really wanted to sink my teeth in. And then, you know, they did the weird magic tricks and the confiscating the uh, the, the female and then giving uh, clues every week. And then you have in the doppelganger and then Al Perez was one of the uh, <laughs> one of the Black Scorpions. And then at the end of the day. I remember this at the end of all of this, the one behind the black scorpion mask was none other than Ric Flair. And I was just like, what? I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) I was, I was so, I was so disappointed, man. I was disappointed. So Mm -hmm. I think it could have really built up a, Built up a new star, like you know, like a Rick Rude or something like that. Like yeah. you know, he was a new star, but just like he could have like debuted. You know, I mean, they could have done some type of like a debuting character, or somebody yeah. else was coming from WWE. You know, when they did, then they do that with Rude. Like, um, he was part of the Dangerous Alliance, and he was dressed in something, and then like I think it was Medusa, maybe who was like uh, uncovered him or something like that. Uh, so yeah, yeah. But I think I think it could have really worked out. But you know, you know who was behind the voiceover? You know, you know who was doing this for the Black Scorpion? Mm-mm. Holy! Oh, was he really? Oh, yeah, oh wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Indeed. Let them know about the Brahma man. Channelattitude.com, bro. Just go there, and you'll see all the plethora of shows that we have, and hopefully, you'll subscribe and support us. Very nice, very nice. Follow this guy at the Vince Russo. Go to channelattitude.com. You see that right down there at Chris Prolific. Go follow me at Chris Prolific. And if you follow me at Chris Prolific, maybe I'll give you more clues of who the Black Scorpion is. So very nice. <laughs> very nice. So. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this guy is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. This is the Lees in a Raw. Have a good night, everybody. So long.